Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about people-pleasing. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. So, today we have something a little different for you guys. Um, we're going to talk about people-pleasing, and we're going to talk about it in terms of relationship anxiety, but also I want to just talk about it as a whole, because I think this is something I notice a trait in a lot of my clients. I know I have myself that I think tends to come with or maybe even create a little bit of our relationship anxiety. So first off, I think it's important to define what is people-pleasing. People-pleasing is wanting other people to be happy above all else. We're doing whatever we can to make them happy. And it comes at your own expense. And there's a lot of discomfort with other people feeling negative emotions. We have a hard time tolerating that and we need to fix their negative emotions. So the way this tends to show up with relationship anxiety is one, we are wanting our partner to act and be a certain way so that other people will be happy or approve of them. So we maybe might want our partner to be more social so that our friends approve of him. Or maybe we might want our partner to have certain demeanor around our family, so our family approves of them. People-pleasing can also look like how we show up with our partner. Like we might try to figure out what our partner's wanting, who they're wanting us to be, and we might try to act like that. Um, So if we think they're wanting us to be more happy, then we might try to do that, even when we're feeling kind of anxious or sad. Or maybe we really have something we want to do and we know our partner isn't super fond of the idea, so we choose not to do it just because our partner might get upset. So a lot of this is we're spending time in other people's heads. We're trying to figure out what everyone else is wanting and trying to make ourselves that or trying to get somehow our partner to be that. And that can look like trying to change our partner, making comments to them, or maybe even like analyzing in our head how other people might see them, or even thinking, I just need to break up so I can find someone else that'll be more social so then my friends will approve of that person. That's people pleasing you guys. And then we convince ourselves like, oh, see, this must be because I don't really like him. No, that is us just trying to get everyone else to like him. And I think so often when you're used to people-pleasing is we're used to determining the things that we like or don't like based on everyone else and their opinion. So the problem with this is one, it never works. We can't make everyone happy. It doesn't work. 
So our partner, some of our friends might really like and think that he is amazing. But we also will have some other people of our life that disapprove of them, that think our partner's eh, or maybe dislike them even. And we could get our partner to change and act differently. Or we could go find a different partner. And those people that disapproved of of the way he was acting might approve of him showing up a little different or might approve of our new partner. But then there's going to be other people that maybe liked the last guy that aren't so fond of this one. We cannot make everyone happy. We might try to make ourselves act a certain way for our partner. We might try to do everything perfectly to a T, to keep the house clean or say the right thing or whatever it is. And our partner could still decide to break up with us. And we could make that mean that we did something wrong or we should have said something differently. But we can show up in another relationship and say the exact same thing. And that person wouldn't choose to break up with us. So the problem with people-pleasing, not only does it doesn't work, is it is an illusion of control. It's this illusion of if I act perfect or my partner acts perfect, I can control everyone around me's emotions. And the truth is, that doesn't work. Like, there is no way we can control other people's emotions. I know we think we can, but we really can't. Because other people, they're in charge of their emotions. What they think is what creates how they feel. So people-pleasing can mean endless game of trying to get other people to feel happy, knowing that in the end, they get to choose that. They get to decide. And we're trying to eliminate the human experience for those around us. Other people are going to have negative emotions. 50% of the time, it's going to happen. So now the question is, why are you making those emotions mean something about you? You're someone else not liking your partner, or maybe even your partner having a moment of not liking you, doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with your partner. So to illustrate, I want you to think about a food you really, really like. I love cookie dough ice cream. Cookie dough ice cream is my favorite. But there are people out there that don't like cookie dough. And they think that Rocky Road ice cream is the way to go. I'm not a big fan of Rocky Road ice cream. Um, So we could look around the ice cream shop and try to find a flavor that everyone's happy with. But everyone's going to have something they don't like. And honestly, the only flavor we could probably get that would make everyone happy is going to be vanilla. But vanilla is also kind of boring. There's nothing fun about it. 
And I think that that is how we as people are, is I think we can try to please others. We can take out the cookie dough or the nuts or the chocolate or whatever of our personality. The things that we think might, that we see are maybe making some people unhappy. But now what we're doing is we're watering down us. We are taking out these parts of us that actually can be really fun, that some people really appreciate. And so what we're doing with people pleasing is we're lying to everyone. We're lying about who we are or we're trying to lie about who the person we're with is. We're trying to pretend like they're different than they are. We're trying to find someone different so that everyone will like them versus owning like, yeah, this is the person I'm with and this is who they are. And I love these things about them. And yeah, there's some things that aren't perfect about them too that I dislike. And there's things about me that I like and dislike. And this is the whole package of me. And I would much rather be myself 100% and bring everything I have to offer to the table and have my partner do the same and have some people not like that than to lie and pretend that I'm someone different than I am and get everyone to be kind of happy with me. But then I'm not fully happy with me. I'm resenting others. I'm resenting my partner. I'm resenting other people. Because I don't get to show up as me. Because I'm being a watered down version of myself. Versus just owning, yeah, my flavor is cookie dough. This is who I am. This is who my partner is. And if you don't like it, you're missing out because we're amazing. If you don't like cookie dough ice cream, I'm sorry, guys. It's amazing. And that is exactly how we need to look at ourselves is being able to own our amazingness for us and believing that, believing that we're amazing, believing that our partner is amazing and not needing to change everyone else's minds in order to know that that's true. Because everyone's going to have opinions. As amazing as you are, and for people that love you and think your personality is fun or your partner is great, there's going to be people that don't think that. Do you really want to water down and change yourself for those people that don't like you or don't like your partner? Or do you really want to pretend to be someone different with your partner so that they'll like you? Like, why be in a relationship with someone where you have to pretend to be someone you're not? I want my partner to love me for me, all of me. And so the best way to know that is to be myself and let him see all the sides of me. And that way we create true and genuine connection. That's how we really create true love is by letting him see everything and being open and honest about it. Because if I have to pretend about who I am, if I have to be someone different for him to love me, that's not really love. He's not really seeing me for who I am. 
When we stop people-pleasing, what we do is we step into an adult version of ourselves. People-pleasing is very much like being a little kid where we're doing things and then we're like looking to our mom like, did you like that? Was that good? Like, so we're looking to our friends like, did you like that? Was my partner good? Or looking to our partner, did you like me? Am I okay? And we're needing that, yay, good job (laughs) from our mom. We're giving other people that need to approve of us. But I want you to imagine if you were living in a world stripped of other people approving of you or other people couldn't compliment you, then what would be left? What would make you proud and impressed with yourself? What do you want to do? Because when we are living our lives to make everyone else happy, not only do we water down who we are, but it's very easy to resent other people. We're blaming them that we that we can't be ourselves because of our partner, or we don't get to do the thing we want because of our partner, or we can't be in the relationship we want because other people didn't approve. So when we people please, a lot of times we are waiting to feel happy until everyone else around us is happy, or maybe we were in a good mood and now we feel like we can't be because other people aren't happy or approving of us. And so essentially we're giving a remote control of our emotions over to other people and we're saying, here you go, partner or family, you guys are in charge. And once they are happy, now, okay, we're giving ourselves permission to feel happy. And it's such a messy way to do that. So the thing I want you to ask yourself is genuinely, what if it's okay for other people to have negative emotions? What if it's okay for your partner to feel upset or for your family to maybe disapprove? What if it's okay for other people to not like something about you? Why do we need everyone else to be happy? What would it look like to experience happiness or joy while maybe other people are in their own negative emotions? In the end, the more comfortable we are with our own negative emotions and our own insecurities, the more we are going to create a safe space for others to be able to do that too. I think when we are really wanting other people to be happy and we notice they're upset, what we're doing is we're grabbing onto one thing they said or one moment, we catch their emotions, And we're really fixating on that and trying to figure out how to fix it. So something that might have just been a moment for them all of a sudden becomes a thing that's days for us. And they might have already moved on. So what if the best way to allow them to feel better is by owning your own emotions? By not getting stuck in their emotion with them? Saying, like, I love you and I'm sorry you're feeling that way or I'm sorry you don't like this and I'm sorry you're feeling that and I'm going to be over here being myself and enjoying my life and I love you and I'm willing to listen to you and it's holding space for both. It's allowing your friends and partner to feel what they feel 
and knowing like we don't have to be absorbed in that. That doesn't have to be who we are. Other people around us can feel upset and we do not have to match that. We get to decide how we want to show up. Who do you want to show up as? Not who does your family want you to show up as, who does your partner want you to show up as. We're so used to trying to figure out what's going on in their head and looking through their eyes to figure that out. I want you to really think about who do you want to be for you, not for anybody else. And it might take some time to think about that because if you've spent a lot of time figuring out what everybody else thinks is good and approves of, it might be kind of hard. But I want you to really kind of ponder that. Who do I want to be? If I lived in a world where I couldn't even get approval or validation from other people, if that wasn't what drove me anymore, what would I do just for fun? Who would I choose to be? All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. You have a beautiful weekend and we'll talk next week. Mm -hmm.